Welcome back to the Four Gardens podcast. I'm Jake Ifshin. The Four Gardens are an approach I'm developing to cultivate a life of balance, joy, and abundance by focusing on four key areas. On this show, I talk to people inspiring me in those areas of health, nature, creativity, and service. To learn more, go to fourgardenspodcast.com and make sure to like and subscribe to hear new episodes and support this project. Kevin Hauber is back on the podcast today to share the practice of positive intent. If you didn't listen, Kevin is on episode six, one of my favorite conversations I've had on the show. So take a listen to that too as well. And for now, let's jump right back in. Kevin, thanks for coming back on to talk today. Thank you, Jake. I'm glad that uh, that you're putting this out there, and it also gives me a chance to be able to use it uh, in ways that uh, that you know we're both interested in within the men's work and and other kind of forums. So this is going to be wonderful. I think it's an important episode because I noticed this process uh, this, and this practice of positive intent comes up a lot for us and has been really effective for me working through challenging issues and getting clarity. So yeah, let's, I'd like to pass it to you to introduce this, this, uh, the positive intent pra- practice and where it comes from a little bit. Okay. Uh, well, just a little bit of background, um, after gosh, 17 years now of, of men's work that I've been doing within mankind project, I, I noticed that there was a tendency to, um, to do shadow work pieces, which uh, there's an awful lot of processes for that kind of thing. And there's a tendency to get stuck in the shadow work without ever making the transition to what's beyond the shadow work. And then here, uh, a number of years back, I met uh, a guy named Bill Wick. Uh, He ran a program that was called the Next Step Training. And he drew this positive intent process from uh, neuro-linguistic programming or NLP um, and used it within that particular training and then later brought it into uh, a training called the Omega Point program. And it's it's something that just made an awful lot of sense to me to bring into um, my gold mining men's work um, because it, it helps to identify the real desires at the core behind the stuff that we're working with. So the 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 intent is to find um, the ally uh, within the shadow or the ally that's underneath the shadow. And it's, it's very good for digging down to that. Also, um, if something doesn't have a positive intent, it's also very good in that discernment process because then we can know that whatever we're dealing with is not self, that it is in fact not us. Um, so I, I'm I, I'm looking forward to doing an example of that today and then um, being able to share this work with others. I'm looking forward to it as well and also to be the model today for it and allow you to lead me through a positive intent process. will be beautiful to do that publicly here and share it uh, for others to benefit and to give a little context around this too, this is generally a two, two-person two process the way I've experienced it through uh, Omega Point program and the men's work we do where one person is leading another person through it. And 
for me, I've found when I, when I've shifted this process and, and gotten to lead it to other people, I've really been encouraged by how we really get through shadow and we really get to what I really get to what, what am I wanting here? And what's the deeper layers behind this? And I can't, um, uh, share more on now on NLP or whether, you know, th- I don't know the whole NLP process. I don't think that's necessary because I've experienced this practice is working. I think that this on its own is a process that's just useful and accessible for people right now to put into practice. And we'll share some resources. You can use this episode as a guide and I'll share some links below for people who want to just utilize this process with each other and with themselves to find more clarity and more positive intent. Uh, as they move through their own healing and their own growth journey. Terrific. Okay. Let's go. Let's jump in. Yeah. So let's model this like we would in uh, our, our men's circle or other, other forums. Um, I guess I'll share the the challenge first, like we're doing some work here mm-hmm. that I'm facing. Yeah. And so, so what's up for you? So what's up for me? So what's alive for me in the last couple of weeks is I've had this experience of making a podcast that you guys if you're listening to this, you're aware that I have a podcast. And on the podcast, I made many episodes lately and found myself afterwards in this period of creativity and expression and sharing, I found myself critical or judgmental of things I've said, ways I've said things. And I'll focus, hyper-focus in on one, one quality of my speech or a comment I made that I felt like could be taken out of context or could be misinterpreted uh, and places I feel critical of myself. And so I found that that experience of perfectionism and self-judgment has caused some suffering for me and has been a blockage for me creatively that I'm working through intentionally and actively. Okay. Can I feed a little of that back to you to make sure I'm getting it? Sure. So I, I hear that when you're engaged in the creative process of this podcast, that um, in in the time after the creative process, there tends to be a critic that comes up that um, is um, negative around something that you said or, or some uh, some comment that you made or something of that sort. Am I hearing all that correct? That's right. Okay, so let's use that as the launching point to to go into the process. What does that critic inside you want? that critic wants to be wants to be understood and accepted and seen and seen clearly and not misjudged or misunderstood okay so seen and understood and accepted yes okay so just go ahead and let the the critic speak to this so if you were seen and understood and accepted. What would that do for you? Being seen and understood and accepted. If you had that fully and completely, what would that give you? like it would create more confidence and groundedness in in creating 
and in in my life. Okay. So confidence and groundedness in creating in your life. Is there a particular place that lives in you where you notice that? I feel that sort of above my stomach, below my chest, kind of in that lower, in the solar plexus. Solar plexus kind region, of yeah. Okay, so go ahead and breathe into that, that, that confidence. And then speaking from that place, is there anything that this confidence and this groundedness gives you? Anything deeper than that? I feel I'm feeling uh, self, more self love, and and peace are the things coming up. So the the confidence and the groundedness leads to self love and peace. And by the way, I'm glad that you're demonstrating that you can hang out with that for a minute and be patient with it, because that's part of the process too, is getting down to that. So, does that self love and peace also live there in the solar plexus area? Feeling the self-love more in my heart mm -hmm. and the peace kind of, yeah, in the solar plexus in my breath. Okay. So just breathe into that. Let that peace and that self-love expand. And then just do a quick check and see, is that the core desire is to experience self-love and peace? Feeling another desire coming up too, which is around freedom and play. Mm -hmm. That this judgment, this challenge is obstructing the freedom to play okay. and be myself. Yeah. So self-love and peace that leads to freedom and play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just go ahead and breathe into that sense of freedom and play that lack of judgment the self-love and the peace, let it expand. Just let your breath fan it and let it grow inside you beyond anything that you might have imagined before. And just spend a moment hanging out with that. Just notice how it feels to experience that self-love and the peace and the freedom and the play. Just hang out with it. And I can already tell it feels really good. Oh, yeah. 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 So when you feel that you've anchored that, and then just bring your attention back to the room, the interview. And we can talk about that. Because I'm curious about your experience. feeling that I feel rooted. Yeah. So how was that for you? 
it was helpful. It was, it was connective to strengthening in a way to feel, feel like I got what I was wanting, which was to see the layer beneath, to experience the layer beneath the self-judgment, to name the fear and the self-judgment that comes up as I'm in this creative expressed time and how that can be a, a bit of a tormentor and to see below that what's possible, what I'm wanting. Uh, felt like it felt really it like felt like lighter in my body. I felt a lightness come on, and I felt strength and love come through in a way that was very supportive to me. Yeah. Well, and and I don't know about your experience of that critic, but my experience of the critical voice is it's something that's immobilizing, um, that's really hard to get past, and I. I tend to ruminate on those kinds of things again and again and again, and it just occupies a lot of bandwidth. But to dig down below it like that and get down to, oh, I just really want to feel a sense of freedom and, and play, you know, and it's it's just, it's such a wonderful transition. And, you know, I, I didn't track exactly how long that took, but you went down through that really fast. You know, that probably saved hours worth of therapy. Well, the therapy's happening too, and uh, it's something it's something I'm actively working on. I did an episode with Melly Huang, I think it was uh, interview eight, uh, two on this, on creative blocks and perfectionism, but this gives me another tool. It's a, it's a really powerful, quick yeah. dive in for me, where, yes. And it's, it, goes, it goes fast. It goes fast. That's, that's the beauty of it, is it, it digs down very quickly to, oh, what's underneath this that's really important to me? So it's so good and it, it can be helpful to talk around these things and talk through them but this felt sense of it this meditation that you guided me through went that went quickly uh gets me there it's okay it reminds me of hey yeah this is the quality of existence that i'm calling in as i make these podcasts as i engage with uncomfortable challenging interesting topics at sometimes that leave this residue of doubt or judgment of unworthiness in my head as i um touch into the future into talking about things like sexuality gender race other kinds of issues where i've i've found when i get in there there's it can be lingering discomfort or lingering discomfort in the way i said the smallest thing not even in those heavy categories that i want to visit um where i'll, I'll have a lingering residue of um did i say that the right way could that be misjudged did i come off inarticulate or foolish or just these kind of judgments of myself or to around vulnerability too, to feel that play, to feel that confidence and joy, right snap into that is something that now I feel like I can breathe back into those parts of myself too when I meditate uh, and call on that inner inner strength or inner love that um, that I want to come through in this podcast. Yeah. Well, and the, the beauty of, of this kind of awareness that you just created is now when the critical voice shows up for you, you know, you can very quickly pivot and say, Okay, so I'm hearing the critic. What takes me in the direction of freedom and play with this? Because that's what I really want underneath. You know, that's what the critic really wants underneath. You know, and so what would take a bite out of that shadow by moving in the direction of freedom and play and self-love? So that could be the follow-up too, is often the action. What action can you take? What stretch can you make? We'll say. Um, mm -hmm. what, or what actions are you aware of? We often don't 
uh, we're careful not to offer, I notice, suggestions right away, but to see if I'm mentoring somebody in this process, to ask them, what actions are you aware of this week that you can take? Um, right. And if that's limited, we can go, there's tools to go beyond the awareness of, to create more actions and possibilities if they're stuck. But often they know, yeah. they know what to do. People, um, undoubtedly, almost always. Yeah. at some level and whether that can be accessed or not, you know, that's another question, but, but definitely there's, there's knowledge there, uh, as to what needs to happen in, in moving in that direction of that core desire. Super good. And just to recap the process you took me through and stop me as I go through this, but here's what I experienced too, just the, the phases of this as you led me through was hearing the, we started by hearing the challenge I'm working with, right? My experience, that was number mm -hmm. one, right? And then, and you echoed that to me, I noticed. You echoed back, Correct. am I hearing you correctly on this? I think that's important is that initial phase of active listening. I noticed you started there. Um, and that's really important because it, it gives clarity that I'm hearing it correctly and I'm not inserting my stuff onto you. Um, so it, it, is, um, it is very important for me to use your words without overlaying judgments or solutions or anything else on it. And then... That is critical. And what it, what was the next, the next part was to recap this was, was I breathing into that feeling or was it shifting to what I wanted next? So, well, it was actually, you know, talking to the critic in this case, yes. talking to that part of you and asking, what do you want? And, yeah. Quite, quite simply, what do you want? What do you want? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have this, I have this part of myself. What is it wanting? And then mm -hmm. where do I feel that? I believe was next, right? Right. And just to actually slow down a second on the what do you want is pretty profound, a shift. And when I brought that question, when I'm talking to somebody who's really stuck in the critic and I ask, what do you want? That can often be just, they didn't even think to ask what that critic, and I, I'll get stuck in this. What is that critic wanting? Is a profound shift of redirecting that mental energy that's going towards criticism or block. It's, for, to me, it feels like it's spiraling. And then when you ask that question, that spiral of energy that's spinning in my head suddenly gets directed towards something productive and healing instead of destructive and self-consuming. So I think that's a big well, shift. And it, and it may be a negative want at first. You know, I want this to stop, you know, something like that. Okay. And so if it stopped, what would that do for you? What would that do for you? Yeah. And then is it yeah, what what do you get out of that when it stops? Uh -huh. And so then answering that question, that's when I answered what it what do you want when that stops? That's when I named that I want I'm wanting. So what was my that next phase? That was the clear my my that was the top layer of what I want. My initial desires, positive desires, intense came next, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and, and you, uh, if I recall the order correctly, you had wanted um, self-love uh, and peace out of that. And so we hung out with that for a little while and breathed into it and then looked to see if there was anything beyond that that you wanted, which is when you came in with the, the play and the freedom. Mm. That's the play and the freedom. 
and, and there was an embodied piece to all of that too, as we move through that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really locating it um, so that you can go back to, all right. So when I'm starting to feel a critic, let me ask that heart solar plexus area. All right. What moves me now in the direction of that self-love and the peace and the freedom and the play? Thanks for, thanks for going through that and recapping that for me again. I think it helps for learning this process to new people too. And the process you took me through can be applied to other, we apply it to many other types of, almost any other type of challenge that people are, mm-hmm. are stuck in. So what are the, what are the types of, like what are the, the indicators to you that when someone's sharing that this is a good time to bring the positive intent practice to them? Um, when I notice that someone is going around and around probably in their head and looking up and, you know, all those signs that, that there's a mental process that's stuck, um, and, or there's uh, a lot of negative judgment that's starting to come out. Um, that's the time to be able to say, okay, so, you know, what part of you wants this? Let's give this a name and talk to this part in your, in your um, case, you know, was your critic, um, which is a really common thing to have show up is, you know, to have critical voices going on inside, but it, it might be um, the voice of bad dad or the, the voice of um, uh, authority that, uh, that we push back against or, you know, whatever it might be. There's, there's all the, but to be able to identify here's something that's coming up for me and and it may be something that's positive too you know it it might be um, that i really want connection with this loving presence in me you know and i'm feeling separated from that you know because you know of whatever the story is separated from mom at an early age or you know dad died or whatever it was I think that it, it just has this wide application to help us unravel those voices and the me and not me pieces too, I think also come up for me uh, as, a, as a, an, another process we can share in a different episode too, but it is a way to unravel or redirect these energies and voices and understand them better too. I come away from this process generally with an insight into my heart, into my my parts uh, and what's what the voices uh, that yeah. are speaking through me, speaking in me. So all of that is, I, I think, makes it one well, of the most powerful getting processes. Those parts to start to work together. Yes, you know, so that they're all rowing in the same direction. Because so many times when these things show up for us, it's about parts of us that are at odds or have learned um, conflicting behaviors. Um, and we're going nowhere because of that conflict that's going on inside. And this is a chance to actually be able to get parts of self to start to work together. That's a, that's a, a really important outcome. It's also a chance to identify the parts that are not us, the not self aspect, because, you know, maybe five or 10% of the time, the stuff that comes up doesn't have a positive intent. And if it doesn't have a positive intent, it's not you. You know, that is that is not some because a, a part of you will want good for you. 
a part of you will be something that is an advocate for um, your surviving and thriving. And if it doesn't want that, it's not you. It's something that's that's come in along the way um, that was taken on for whatever reason, um, but it's not self. And there's ways to be able to um, work through that also, which is, you know, for another day. Is there anything else you want to add about the positive intent process that people should know or that you want to share today before we close out? You know, I think that's pretty complete. I just, I hope that what's landing is that this is the way to take the things that we um, might have either ignored or pushed off um, for a long time and to look at them and create an entirely different relationship with that part of us um, and be able to harness the energy that's in whatever negative judgments were there um, in a good way and be able to, to bring that um, to help move us toward our purpose and our missions in life. Um, that's that's why we use it in the gold mining group for the men's work is because it, it really does help very quickly to define how can I use this to support my life's purpose. Beautiful. Yeah, I've just seen it again and again support me and other men and other people now as I'm sharing it in other spaces too. So I'm really love to hear from people who try this process, how this goes for them, if they have any questions uh, on the on the positive intent process, you can reach out. I'm going to share Kevin's info here for men that are also interested in joining the circle here if you want to email. Uh, we we uh, You can learn more about the gold mining circle in our last episode too, which is the most common place I see this being used, but there's other beautiful forums such as the Omega Point program uh, where you can get a taste of this in a safe container uh, with others. And so I think I'm just really grateful. Also, you thank you, Kevin, for sharing this with me and for guiding me through it today. I really appreciated this. Thanks, Jake. Been a pleasure. Thanks again. Yes, that was quite a pleasure. And I am open to hearing how this was for you. As I said, let me know. Check out the Facebook page. Like and subscribe, please, really helps out. Uh, yeah, this was a pleasure again. And just to everybody out there, keep on growing. Thanks, Jake. Blessings to you.